Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. (laughs) Alright, now we're good. Boom. Hello everyone. You forget what now? Welcome to our home. (laughs) My name is Larry. It really is Larry. It's Larry Randall Fowler. Larry Randall Fowler. Larry's on the brink, so I was telling them earlier, I think Larry's got an undercover big cock. Larry Courtney. Talking about unassuming, how sometimes you can't tell. You just got to You love to try and figure out. Yes, I do. That's one of your, like, I remember early on in a, we did an episode about it. One of our episodes, it was that it was the Q and A with me, but it was questions from you. Yeah, and I think it was ranking like president, past president. We did that president or past and or current president of dick size. Yeah, we both agreed <laughs> that George W. Bush probably has a hog. That Trump's got a little wiener. Obama had a long, skinny one. Mm-hmm. We both thought that. Yeah. Bill Clinton had the dirty dick, without a doubt. It's got some warts and shit on it. <clears throat> yeah, but welcome to Married AF, folks. Uh, <laughs> show's brought to you by Get Wax. Lubricate your genitals or anything else that might need lubrication. Also, Bio Bidet. Save you some money. It's Christmas time. People can always use a bidet. I need some of that Jody B money. Right? Dude's selling shitters left and right like a champion. Yeah, that's pretty impressive how many butt washers Jody B sells. So no shit. we would like to give him some competition. Yeah. Let's do our uh, cheers. This has got a lot of uh, Christmas crust. We're going to cheers to the holidays and to Santa today Merry that we Christmas. saw. Yeah, yeah. To Santa Claus. Santa. <sighs> mm, refreshing, but very vodka <laughs> All right, so I was telling them today. Is there anything but vodka in that? Yeah, a little bit. I don't believe you. <laughs> but so we went and saw Santa today and took the pictures. No shit. After Gunner's picture and the family picture, Santa asked to take a picture with me. Mm-hmm. Swear on everything, not making it up. He sees it. He knows I'm the next. You he was passing the torch. Baby, you also had a shirt on. Said, don't stop believing. With yep. Santa on it that said, don't stop believing. So I think that might have it had something to no. do with it. He, I know. We looked at each other and he was like, you're going to be a great one. He knows. Everybody knows. Yeah. And this couple, I was just giving them props. It's a husband and wife couple. They're the best. Obviously, they're Santa and Mrs. Claus. Yeah, but they're a real life couple. What do you mean? It's Santa and Mrs. Claus. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen one. I don't. I buy it. I don't know what you're talking about. But so this puts us at the very first question that I want to ask, and I'll let Brooke start it. I think this is from a troll. I was telling them, how can you lie to your kids about a fake Santa Claus? We've gotten this question before. Have we? I forget. It was somebody. It was one of our friends. Was it Larry? No, no Brian, Brian hates Santa. Brian. I was like, it doesn't feel like Larry because he has kids. Yeah, but Brian hates Santa and everything Brian else. hates everything that 
has anything to do with joy yes and happiness except for dogs he or fun dogs <laughs> he likes trivia that's fun <laughs> trivia is fun and dogs are great other than that Love he's dogs. definitely miserable <laughs> very angry i think it's all a front some of it some of it not all of it brian's a miserable guy but he's very intelligent so he could be fucking all of us. Uh, that's where I'm going with it. I think like it's he wants us to all think that he's fucking miserable, but he's got the secret to something happiness. Well, so how do you answer? What is your retort to that? Uh, Not lying. Question. How how do you what was it? How how do you lie to your children? How can you lie to your kids about a fake Santa Claus? For one, it's not a lie, technically. Um, I think depends on what the meaning of is is. <laughs> quote Bill Clinton. <laughs> yes, uh, sure, but the it's it's about the spirit of giving gifts and thank being like giving thankless gifts and doing things for others without expecting any kind of something in return and just like that's to me like Santa is like the put what? up put up Jen Fackler's comment there it's a very good one oh yes you aren't lying you're encouraging your children to believe in the magic of love and giving and being a good human that's it yeah great, and great answer oh powerful Jen Fackler she's gonna have Jen Fackler come oh shit we, we did have her on as a guest <laughs> we are I mean we had her on she came on the anniversary episode and freaking killed it i would love to shoot the shit they're, they're open chad jen y'all ever mm-hmm. want to come on and be guests and shoot the shit with us we would love it jen sounded great so we know we can get it done yeah. y'all are welcome anytime it's not the yeah it's the the spirit of christmas is more and that's how you know when whenever the jig is up <laughs> that's what i did with griffin <laughs> that's how uh, you explain it to him is that it's not about a fat guy coming down your chimney and it's it's about the spirit of christmas and giving and being a good person in general so i don't consider it lying oh i wholeheartedly believe in santa claus christmas the whole thing my favorite holiday clearly but i don't think there's any ruse to it that's worth a shit i think it's all real it's all you make the decision people that choose to not that want to be miserable during the holidays and shit. <clears throat> now, up other than when they have like personal problems, I get all that. But that just don't want to believe in the spirit. I feel terrible for them because they can't be happy. Because there's so much good in the holidays. To me, that's the best time of the year. I know a lot of people get depressed during the holidays. Never me. Yeah, I'm thankful that nothing traumatic happened so far in my life around the holidays that's made it because that's a lot of times where some of that stems where people get depressed or well everybody's broke and that's us everybody you buy all this stuff you're broke i don't even care i usually it that would stress me to the tits but during the holidays it doesn't get to me i don't know what it's yeah Santa we Claus. get it's the spirit so broke for christmas and it's back to because it's i mean for us we get like a double whammy because gunner's birthday is a month before christmas and then Griffin's and then Griffin's is a month is after two months at or a month, yeah, a month and Basically some a month, change after. And then yours, and then the beach. We're just, con- I mean, it's fine though. Constantly That's what life's broke. all about. 
you know. Let's sell some shitters, but buy some bio bidets. <laughs> Clean your Filthy butt. Animals. Married AF at checkout. Damn it. Yeah. Um, Save that taxes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but no, I mean, I don't. I just don't know how you couldn't uh, believe in it. It's so good. The you know going today was so good for Gunner and discouraging that time of you know where a kid is still innocent and has something good to believe in you're fucking a neanderthal if you discourage your kids from that in my opinion he was so excited to see santa and it was the cutest thing because it was in santa and mrs claus came to somebody's house in our neighborhood our hoa lady the hoa like the head of the hoa and so we walked in and they were like parents come and like they had to like sign a waiver so that they could put pictures on like their facebook page i guess or whatever and then like i was talking to the girl for one second and a cat walked by and i saw gunner go like kind of walk after the cat and then all of a sudden he was out like into where santa was <laughs> i was like hang on where's gunner and he was just in there like excuse me <laughs> can i get like going up and hugging him like okay i guess we're doing this now um he was rock and roll though and and he's been our santa Two years ago, he always came to the Holiday Lights of Hope. He was two years. And then we had the Bush League replacement. He wasn't, he's not Bush League. I don't know what. The ones that replaced the folks that were there. I don't think that other one at Hobgood is. Compared to him and Mrs. Claus. He's just shorter. He's shorter (laughs) and not as jolly. He's He's not as jolly. I think. And yeah, and he's not as big. This Santa, he's perfect. He's the right size. He's a big man. Gotta love him. Miss Claus is the the cherry on top though, because she's money tips. She's delightful. And Gunner, like, is so cute because Gunner in the car said, Mrs. Claus smells really good. And then like when we got home, he had his like light up Christmas sweater on. And I told Randall, I just he took it off when we got home. So I went and hung it in the closet because he wore it for like an hour and I like gave it the smell test to make sure he didn't stink it up and it smelled like cinnamon, like where he had hugged on Santa and Mrs. Claus. And I was like, Oh, that's what he was talking about, I think, is that Mr. and Mrs. Claus smell like cinnamon. It smelled like a Christmas store, like cinnamon and pine trees, like in a good way. And how smart is that of good Santa and Mrs. Claus to go that extra mile, mm-hmm. goddamn? Mm-hmm. That is everything to get the full experience. Because Gunner, that was what he said. He said Miss Claus smelled so good. Uh huh. <laughs> so cute. He said maybe she wears perfume that smells really good. <laughs> and she should. And that's awesome. But <laughs> he was put, so happy. Put up that Jen Fackler comment too away about the charitable act because we got a question about that coming up. Oh, okay. So that's a good segue into this. We got a question. What is a good holiday charity that we could get involved in that you would recommend? Thank you for asking. Thank you to Jen for that mm-hmm. segue that she didn't even know was a perfect segue. Mm-hmm. Um, this gives me a chance to talk about it anyway. We like to do Wreaths Across America. It's a great program. If you have a national cemetery anywhere around you, locally, where you can get to it, they're, they're at all of them. But we really like that one. Mm-hmm. And we didn't do it this year, but Meals, uh, Meals on Wheels, we did Meals it. Meals on Wheels is great. We do that Thanksgiving. We usually <clears throat> do it Thanksgiving Day. It was um, this year we didn't get to do it. it Griffin being sick and stuff, like, and there was all kind of other stuff going on, like, that's a great one, but the reason why I like both Meals on Wheels mm-hmm. and Reach Across America is you can involve your kids, mm-hmm. get them started early. But Reach Across America doesn't take much of your time. It's pretty quick. It's where the, you know you basically are just helping put out wreaths 
at all the uh, headstones. Parking, parking and walking is seven miles is the worst part. <laughs> but but it's a good cause, you know. You see a lot of uh, mm-hmm. powerful stuff, especially for kids. And uh, it's our a kids really like good, it. yeah. I mean, and that's not the only time we go to the national cemetery. No, we, we do Memorial Day. Memorial Day, and it's each year it's getting a little easier with. Uh, Gunner, because the first year we went like a few, it was like three years ago. So he was like three mm-hmm. and it was real tough to get him to not just run, run through the cemetery yelling and screaming and not noticing the person like standing there by their loved one's grave trying to just mourn. They were like, Ugh. So it's getting a little easier now that he's. Yeah, older. he's gotten a lot better about it. I mean, now we're to the point where he knows he'll put a wreath down and say thank you for your service yes. and it's really good he knows to say that to soldiers and he said that his uh gym teacher was a uh a veteran was in the military and i said well, when you go to gym class next tell him thank you for your service and he said he did he's like next time i went to gym and told coach whatever his name is thank you for your service and he said you're welcome <laughs> i agree with chad fackler here santa is alive and real he absolutely is. That's what's wrong. I think that's a big part. I hate to say it because it sounds so cheesy. It's a big problem with today. People choose, like it's no longer cool to acknowledge, for some reason, to like acknowledge if you believe in anything that's not, you know, if you have faith in anything. Having faith in anything now is not cool. And that's a sad reality mm. to me about mm-hmm. a lot of things, you know, without going too stupid into religious but just that like it's not Mm -hmm. cool to say you know what i believe in santa claus because this guy does (laughs) and i know she does Mm -hmm. we love it here in the fowler house goddamn oh yeah um (sighs) okay but yeah those are great i mean there's a bunch of other charities that you can do but those are ones that that we like i'm big on race across america because i think it's a powerful message and you do it as a family and knock it out in like two hours yeah, that's what, like, having the kids, like, it's got to be something, like, because I would love to do something with, like, a shelter or something, but those are typically, like, I hate to say it, but Shifts. it's like, yeah, it's like an all-day mm-hmm. thing, and with the little kids and stuff, it's harder to do, so maybe when Gunner's, like, a teenager, we could do something like that, but. Yeah, but Meals on Wheels is great to, mm-hmm. for them to see that how, you know, that the world is full of people that are less fortunate than them. And well, the power of, kids. oh no, and taking, <laughs> I mean, we went, you know, you delivered down there in the heart of downtown Atlanta mm-hmm. and great, met some awesome people doing mm-hmm. it. Very sweet Super people. Super nice that people. Just, and it's sad because either they don't have family, you know, and they're older and it sucks, but it's powerful for the kids to and see We always that. have Gunner carried up to the door because they always like, it always just oh, they love brightens their day. Little precious man delivering their food. Um, all right, what's the next question? All right. Do you guys put a spending limit on gifts for each other? It's a good question. Short answer is no. <laughs> no, but I think we have an understanding yeah. of the kids' shit's more important yeah. by a million miles. And that's it. Yeah, know. but there's we could probably do better at that. I just I don't And and I would if it was if shit was tight enough, I have no problem with it. I mean, I've yeah. told you before, like, don't even give me it. Don't. 
well, stop getting me this. If Let's, shit's tight enough, then we just forego getting each other for stuff sure. and just get 100%. the kids stuff. But and we've done that before, where it's like we've gotten each other like one thing, yeah. and only you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes. But, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's all up to you. But I wouldn't go crazy on it. I mean, I do like the. I've seen it a lot going around this year on social media, like. Don't put yourself in debt to show someone how much you love them this holiday season. That's very true. Even your kids. Oh, yeah. Um, Joe's asking if we do Elf on the Shelf for Gunner. And yes. Oh, we've done. I've done it since Griffin was little. But we do like just the week before Christmas because it gets too out of hand. Yeah. I used to. I mean, there was a few years there where with Griffin, you did it like it felt like a whole month. It was a whole month. Most people start on December 1st. No, we're, we've narrowed it down now. It will well, be the week of. Yeah, because Randall can't do just the normal shit. No, I got to go all out. And it's God fucking damn. absurd. He's got, the elf has to shave the dog or tattoo something on me or light off a stink bomb in, in Emilio's kennel. Remember? Yeah, he did no, that. We're not doing any of that shit. <laughs> I don't like just the old average little, I need to be serious. No. He's six. We've definitely done like the whipped cream. Did we do whipped cream on Griffin? Like on his face? Shaving cream? Yeah, like where he woke up with it. Thanks. I don't don't know. know. We did where we saran wrapped his door. Yes, we did that. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) My favorite, I think, was when Emilio got his face painted. (laughs) Yes, he got his face painted. August had makeup all over him. And he was so happy about it. Um, yeah, so the week before Christmas, we'll do that. And Gunner now has two elves because he inherited uh, Griffins. Yes, he has two. So he has Arden and Thatcher. And to me, if you don't have a kid yet that has the jig is up about the actual Santa Claus, that is, you, you kind of die a little bit at first. <laughs> You know, you want to hang on to me as long as possible with that. Um, but, you know, it's part of Wasn't life. Wasn't it like the year after Gunner was born, that's when Griffin, or what? Yeah, I think it was years. I think he was 10, maybe. Okay, so maybe like a couple years. Like. Yeah, but I think he was questioning year, it. Yeah. A lot like the Kid in Polar Express for like that last year. Yeah. He was like on the fence about it. That's right how I was. I was right around 10 too. And that last year, it was like, no, I, there's this is. I, and then like when I came down for Christmas and like I think I had a bike that year, like I was like, I knew I heard something on the roof. Like <laughs> I was like back in it. But then like before Christmas the next year, I was like, all right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it is what it is. But I think as much as that is a sad time, it's also a good time because you see Griffin's gotten older and how much he keeps keeps it going for Gunner. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like, oh, you little shit. You no. Know, you know. He keeps and believes in the same spirit. Because he's not a monster. <laughs> the great point about those uh, charities that uh, – Jen Fackler's on a roll tonight. She can just host the show tonight. Come on in. She's a killer. Uh, the need for those charities goes year-round. That's absolutely true. For Meals on Wheels especially, people just want to jump on that at Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, yeah, they have a, a huge shortage throughout the year 
especially, I mean, I'm sure everywhere, but here in Atlanta, it's, it's dire straits during the year. So absolutely. It's a, just a good charity in general, mm-hmm. but with the, the Reese across America, if you can't get out to help and you just want to like donate to that organization, you can sponsor a wreath. Uh, we'll put mm-hmm. the, sh- the link in the show notes tonight or whenever Brooke gets it up and you know, you can just give a few bucks sponsor a wreath they're pretty inexpensive but you know it's going to go to a a cause that is worthy so we'll put that so no not really a spending limit but it's not a bad idea to have to keep yourself on a budget we do not go crazy don't really do like jewelry at christmas anymore when gunner was new i know i got you like birthstone stuff Mm -hmm. when he was new out of the box Right after we open them up. Now he's not new anymore, so we don't do the jewelry. <laughs> yeah, and I, well, and it's because it's not like I'm a huge jewelry wear. I'll wear like one necklace for a while. Like it's not like I wear multiple things at once. You know? No, you're not a big jewelry. So it's you get me like a piece of jewelry, and it's good for like ten years because. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you definitely don't. I'm not an accessory guy either. No. I used to wear more, but I don't know. I just. All right. This is a, uh, a great question. Uncle Randy, can I get a signed Married AF picture? Uh, what? Don't have pictures. <laughs> Hit me up on the DMs, though. Get me your address. We'll get you a signed Married AF sticker. Uncle Randy and Brooke will sign it. They don't want my signature. <laughs> You're damn right. No problem. So <laughs> happy to do it. <laughs> no. Everybody loves Uncle Randy. All right. You write your all your questions in highlighter over there? No, I just didn't have a pen, so I was translating. There's a whole from thing of pens Instagram. right here. It's true, but this was closer. <laughs> okay. So why not go with it? All right. What was your each of your favorite Christmas present that you can remember getting as a kid? I know mine. Point blank, easy. Mine was a scooter, the two wheel with the big flat footboard. Mm-hmm. You know that they made them into like razors now, but when we were kids, they were huge monster scooters, like full size. The girls size. had one like that too, though. They had the the razor scooters, but they had the one that had like handbrakes and shit oh, too. Yeah. And then was like legit, it looked like like off roading tires almost on there. Yeah, like you get the uh, mine. I remember it was turquoise, and well, I think it was more like a little bit green. And we were living in Alabama on Redstone Arsenal the first time. Mm-hmm. And I totally wasn't expecting to get it. I think I'd mentioned it throughout the year at one point, but my mom mm-hmm. came through like a champ. Aww. And it was just like in the movies. Like I came <laughs> down and there was the scooter. I just remember all day long I went out and I was wearing, there's a picture of it and we've got it somewhere. I'm in a red uh, sweatshirt with red sweatpants. Like the whole suit is just <laughs> flaming red. And I'm out on that thing. And I wore that thing out buddy um, by far the best mine was pr- probably that last christmas that i was truly like believing uh of the man coming down the chimney was when i got my 10 speed it was when we lived in we lived in marietta i believe so i think i was nine or ten that's about what age I was. Yeah, it was right before we moved to Memphis, I believe. Nope. Yes. Shit. My memory's terrible. But yeah, 10 speed. That's the one that sticks out the most. Like I came down and I was like, what? 
because it's huge and but yeah my parents were always really good about giving pretty kick-ass all right a like couple, santa presents uh-huh a couple things i've got to bring up to cl- clear the elephant in the room for one i don't know why people have done this to me what's an elephant in the why do we have an elephant in the room and why do you keep burping into the microphone burping directly? from the beer and <sighs> the elephant from the room is just people giving me shit about alabama being out of the playoffs this year we haven't addressed this head on yet in oh, wait, the episode. Let, me, let me hire my chair so i want to get this out make sure everybody understands oh, there we go listen now you can see you can't the win truth. them all i'm not the truth i'm a huge alabama fan i love alabama very much but i also am not delusional i understand that i'm not on the field so when they lose it doesn't tear me up like it does some people i mean it really doesn't i hate it but it's it doesn't ruin my day ever and if it ruins your day like your whole day or or if it worse. ruins your spouse's day because you're a miserable or your, shit or your whole week god forbid it's too much i mean unless you're on the field playing it shouldn't do that to you you know and even then, shake it. <laughs> but having said all shake that, I am happy that my one of my wife's teams are in it. It makes it interesting for me. Still gives me a reason to, you know, dial in and pay attention, you know. And, I mean, Tua's injury is terrible. feel bad for the kid. I hope he comes back for a senior year. We got another natty coming, goddamn. I mean, of course you do. Uh, that, it's ridiculous. But I'm just glad... LSU's destined this year. I hate to say that to people, but they're just having a magical year. It's fucking glorious. They're, they're good, on son. Point. Joe, Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow is incredible, and you know it's his last year, so why not get in the Heisman and a Natty? Let's do this thing. All right. Another thing. These are questions I never answered in our list. Keanu Reeves' girlfriend. A lot of people have been talking about that. The picture he posted of his girlfriend. She's got gray hair. She's a pretty lady. She's an artist. They've known each other for years. I don't see the problem. This just shows how mean women are. Women are so mad that he's picked somebody else. They got a shit all over his girlfriend. Why are women that mean, I guess is my question. This is from Uncle Randy. To you, babe. Sorry, I was answering a question, Jen. Um... Why are women so mean? Yeah, why are they hating on Keanu Reeves' girlfriend? Because everybody's jealous they're not Keanu Reeves' girlfriend. That's exactly right. That's the the root of all mean girl behavior is jealousy and envy and insecurity. That's uh, all of it. But you can't Bottom win. Line. He can't win, right? If he dates some no. young 25-year-old, he's not dating somebody age-appropriate. He dates a woman that's close to his age. She's actually a little bit old, or I think she's like she's, ten years younger than him. You said she's younger. He's fifty-two, he's, I think, and she's like. I think 45. he's older than that, even. But either way, she's younger than him, but she's age appropriate, and that's a problem. You fucking, you can't win with people. It's fucking. And she insane. went gray early. That happens to a million people. I love the fact she rocks her gray. I think that's boss as shit. It's awesome. She was clearly blonde. And then went gray early, so then it looks like so it looks fucking kick ass, but like that's the only reason people get catty is because they uh, want him to be with just arm candy that is like twenty years old, <laughs> and that's so that they can hate on that, like all the other like Hollywood movie stars have. 
girlfriends and wives that are 30 years younger than them. Yeah. So, everybody, we had that asked a couple of times just to weigh in on it. That's my way in. I'm proud. I'm happy for him. Keanu Reeves makes no mistakes. That is one powerful dude. He is the boss. He does the, like, no touching with his hands in pictures so right. people can't give him yeah. shit. He either has them in his pockets or, like... Out he he doesn't see seek him. out the media. He does tons of good shit for people and doesn't ask to be exposed in it. Just what a cool dude. And the fact that, you know what? That's his fucking girlfriend. Suck his dick. Um, And he's he's just a... He's a stud, man. He's like one of those people that's just like An a angel. good human and just happens to be famous and like have lots of money and be in tons of awesome movies and yeah he's one of those people it's like you just can't not love him like that's impossible and he's what's great is that his early work everybody thought he was an idiot because he played a lot of idiots he's Canadian probably the smartest guy like most well read Mm -hmm. very intelligent well one of the first things you see him in is Bill and Ted so like everybody's like oh he must be an idiot and then he was in that parenthood movie where he's also like a dumbass teenager Mm -hmm. like but no it's called acting <laughs> yeah i love to do but since we're talking about who is a real piece of shit ti we got the question about him and he's 56 by the way okay cool what which is, he looks he looks 36 55 yeah but yeah he's fucking still everybody hot. knows about ti and his comments about oh my God, I'm, his so over this. I'm so over this you've listened you've watched so many videos of this or something and i've heard too much of it and i don't care so i'll wrap it i'll just give don't a synopsis care. in case people don't know T.I. was on a podcast. He started talking shit, basically trying to power move his daughter and be like, shit, she's still a virgin. You know why? Because I have her checked every year. I have her hymen checked. Boom. Last time we went, doctor was giving me shit. I said, shut up. Give me my results expeditiously. Blah, blah, blah. So he's he's full of shit first. He didn't act like that. T.I. is a real sack of shit, in my opinion. <clears throat> So that that blows up in his face because clearly that's a terrible thing to be and a way to be. First off, trying to own his daughter's sexuality and her sexual activity like that is gross. Want to know about her hymen is also gross. Putting it out there to the world is doubly gross. Triply gross. And could be very damaging to her. But so he went on. He hadn't said shit about it in the media in response to the backlash till he went on Jada Smith's like uh, that red table or whatever. Exactly. That's what it is. Red table. <clears throat> so they gave him the opportunity to talk about it. And to me, he dug his grave worse. He was a bigger dick and he tried to what, play his it wife off. on there with him, though. Tiny, whatever the fuck, man, she is attractive. She was there. Woo. Defending him. But they've just it's, a, it's just he says a, you took it out of context. No, you there's no context. First off, he said the context thing. Then he said, maybe I was embellishing. Then he said, oh, he just gave a bunch of excuses. You know, it's ridiculous. No excuse for it. It's gross. (laughs) Joe said New York is looking to ban virginity checks. Okay, first of all. Can you check that? I didn't know virginity checks was like a thing. I mean, like I've been going to the OBGYN since. No, not. I was. Not a, I don't think I was a virgin when I went to OGYM, but still, that's how is that a thing? Because even if you, uh, it's fucking stupid. I don't, I don't care. Know. Like it's awful. Because first of all, like who's who's the test result going to? Like 
They're checking your vagina. You know if you're a virgin or not. <laughs> yeah, and she's 18, by the way, which makes me not really buy it. There's too many HIPAA laws. So like, stupid. I think most of it he was making no, up. No, when you're 18, you can't. No. Like, I remember when, like, the boys turned 18 and Beth said, like, she, there was something where, like, literally Brian went to the doctor because he was the most recent one to turn 18 mm-hmm. out of them. But she, I remember her saying, like, yeah, like, it's weird because now, like, he goes and does that on his own mm-hmm. and I'm completely taken out of the equation. Yeah. So, it's fucking stupid. Like, and there's other, like, what's a virginity check? Are they checking for, like, your hymen to be intact? Because yes, there's other ways you can... But that's how they do check. And that's Neanderthal ways. But that's not exact science. I know, science. because I, my hymen broke when I was, like, nine or ten. You don't have a hymen. I know, but it would have because I was so, like athletics could bust a girl's hymen horseback easily. Horseback riding, horseback riding, dry humping, a lot of things. Riding a bicycle could have broke her. Like that's so stupid, and it makes me want to vomit. A dad talking about that shit to the world, like exposing his little girl. To me, that's as bad as it's almost as bad as actually physically. It's like you can't assault somebody more without punching them in the face than he did his daughter, in my opinion. Oh, I think she's probably desensitized to it because her dad's fucking T.I. Can you imagine? I mean... He's such a tool, though. I just... I doubt he's that involved. I think he's... What he's I think what he was trying to do is he overcompensated. He was trying to make it seem like he's this super involved dad and, like, overcompensating, being like, I asked the doctor if she's... Even, like, I'm asking him to do a hymen check or whatever. Like, hey, bro, like dial it back like maybe say that you went to her school plays or something not check to see if her hymen was intact no but no dude is gonna be like oh shit ti's a boss baby he checks his girl damn no ariana said using tampons can break yeah i mean like and absolutely it's gross so i didn't wasn't a huge fan of ti anyway but after you know i mean i'm not one of those that's like cancel shit i just (laughs) think he's a douchebag just he's a turd yeah john farted well, that's not surprising. He is dead asleep. This is a super old question. Mm-hmm. But the coroner stating that Jeffrey Epstein was not, that he, that he did not kill himself. Where's what the, are our thoughts? We already discussed our thoughts on this. That well, we said he was murdered from the jump. Yeah, well, and I thought maybe it was he did commit suicide or did kill himself, but encouragement. it was like, you're going to kill yourself or like worse shit. We're going to make sure that worse shit happens to you if you don't take care of it yourself. Um, because, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's either way. It wasn't of his choice, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, well, I mean, now it looks more like he didn't do it at all. Somebody no. did put hands on him. It's extreme fuckery. I don't, did you listen to the mysterious Mr. Epstein? Like I told you, no, it was pretty good. There's a podcast for whoever asked this question called the mysterious Mr. Epstein that's out there from Wondery. So of course it's good. Um, it's like six episodes. I think it's, it seems to be right in their uh, zone, like five, six episodes. Um, it's really good, but it goes into it's, you know, it's hard to listen to sometimes because it goes into some details um, but I honestly learned a little bit about like, cause I th- immediately thought when I heard about the sex trafficking, I automatically thought that that meant you 
take somebody and sell them sell them to another country or like you yeah like you are physically taking but it's not necessarily that it's like what interjection here what it's a great opportunity to speak on this speaking of sex trafficking Mm, okay if you haven't seen the new rambo that was just it just came out on demand we had to like buy it you couldn't even rent it yet oh we own that now great yeah we own it digitally i thought it was fantastic it was good it It was is very gory highly violent i mean like and it's man on fire for john rambo Joe said, I don't think Uncle Randy could handle a daughter. <laughs> I could not, Joe. I, and my friends that have daughters, I, I have nightmares for He's them. got nieces, and that's it's hard enough for him with nieces. <laughs> I mean, it it would be bad. There's, there's a reason why I wasn't gifted a daughter. <laughs> not trying to be cool. Like, I just, I worry. I don't know what I would do. Um, it would be tough. She would be loved and protected too much, probably. <laughs> but back to Rambo. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but the last guy he kills, it's incredible. I fell asleep before that. It was all I mean, it's good. It's just like okay, it's real violent. Like uh, powerful Sylvester Stallone. All of 80. So stretched in some places on the skin. But still jacked. Damn it. Still jacked. For that no, age. You gotta get it. I mean, he's like your dad's age. And is he's, he 80? He's close. He's, he's in like 76 He's in something. his 70s for sure, but it, I mean, he's doing the damn thing. Him and uh, Schwarzenegger, both. Steroids or not, I don't give a shit. That dude's killing the it's game. keeping him going. I he mean, definitely like, looks weird, though. Yes. His face You're is absolutely root. right. Root. You can only stretch that motherfucker so many times before it's like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Not going to stretch anymore. But Still got the guns, though bringing it yeah joe if you haven't seen the new rambo you should watch it it's it is good but it's like okay cool he's just gonna wow okay (laughs) it was so good i love it joe's absolutely right it's like an old if you liked 80s action which Mm -hmm. where rambo started which the first rambos were pretty violent yeah but they were way better movies like rambo one first Uh blood shit was a beautiful movie Mm -hmm. it had a plot Mm -hmm. when you when he ran out of plot but kept making it just about killing motherfuckers there wasn't really a story yeah they had to just kind of make one to get along mm-hmm. no moral of this story is don't go to mexico listen to your fucking parents or guardians don't or whoever ahead. and when they tell you not to do something because it's dangerous don't fucking do it well, especially don't go to mexico if you're a pretty girl because if you're a yourself. girl and you don't listen to your Whoever's in, you know, your guardian parents, uncles, grandparents, whoever is looking out for you for your whole life, you get kidnapped by Mexican drug lords and hooked on drugs. And that shit's happening. And sold for sex. That's what happens. Some of that shit's embellished, but that shit's happening for real in Mexico Mm -hmm. right now. I mean, we have people, a whole van, a family going to a wedding of Americans that got ambushed and killed. What? In Mexico, yeah, they were they're destroyed by a uh, drug cartel. Just for driving through Mexico? No, they think somebody in the family was targeted, but they killed kids, parents. What? They were all driving down to a wedding. Killed like eight Americans. Like, it is... When did that happen? I don't... I don't know, like a month ago. Good God. 
Like little babies were killed. Nope, it's nope, fucking. Nope, nope, you nope, don't nope, go. Nope, 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 nope. If it's not called Cancun, and even Cancun, I'm cool. I'm not going there. I'm no. going to fucking Destin. Go You're to. Cool. And if you go there, don't go off the resort. Is the moral of the story in those? Because even in like Cancun and like Playa del Carmen and all that, like you can you, go too far you go off to the, the strip. You go to the you go to the resort and you stay your fucking American ass in the resort because you're a target instantly when you Gringo, step baby. foot out of that resort and they the the police don't give a fuck about you. No, the drug cartels run that place. Nobody gives a fuck about you. And if you don't come back, nobody cares. <clears throat> All right, I gotta ask this question. It's a powerful question. Yes. And I want your input too, but it was asked to me. Uncle Randy, what's your favorite cologne? Uh, do you have a favorite? Oh, yes. And this is going to yeah, take always, a lot of people back. It's there's, a rotating door. Of, but there's one consistent that is a cologne from high school that I still think I guess holds up to any. Absolutely. Go for it. What do you think it might be? CK1. No, that's a good one. And I still like CK1 very much, but it's not my favorite. You'll know it when I say it. Dracar Noir. Never. <laughs> No, I've never kidding. gotten that again, ever. <laughs> Eternity. Eternity is my Damn favorite it. cologne you know for what? consistency Eternity is by Calvin Klein, too, isn't it? Yeah. Damn it. That's what I got. I swear to God, that's why it was like, it was in my head as Calvin Klein, and I was like, that's all I could think of. I love some Eternity. Mm-hmm. I still like, if I'm feeling freaky, I like some jupe. jupe. <laughs> I do like some, now I need to be feeling freaky, goddamn. We need to be going out on the town. It's so, it does smell good, though. And I need to be pouring it on. It's got a very baby powdery smell, which Uncle Randy can get down with. I what do enjoy that? that. Haven't you gotten like Aqua de Gio? Yeah, I mean, I get them all. You, you do, you get them all. I rotate them around. Versace. I like pie. Robert will know. Robert is the first guy I knew that had parents that loved him enough to give him money to <clears> buy <throat> good cologne. So he always had real eternity. But he was the first friend of mine that had real cologne. I always had that stuff called... Like eternity. A, a knight's tale. If you like eternity, you'll love a knight's tale. And you can get it at like the dollar store. My mom would get it. And it smelled like eternity With that's gasoline. been on a homeless person for a week. And that's exactly what it smelled like. But, I mean, I was always got down with the juke, eternity... I like the Tommy Hilfiger back in the day. I did like some mm-hmm. Tommy. It's very clean smelling. It's almost, I mean, it is a, what's it called when both sexes can wear it? Unisex. Unisex. Tommy Hilfiger, in my opinion, could be a unisex. So is CK1. When I get CK1, well, CK1 now, Brooke uses it all before I do. I know. Well, CK1 legit is unisex. Dude, jupe's the shit. It still is. The purple bottle. Very good sprayer. <laughs> hops number nine. I don't think I've ever even heard of that. Chad Fackler. What's hops number nine? I'm gonna have to look into it. Probably will buy it now. Right. I mean, just if it's not a joke. If it smells like dicks or something, I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> off. A bag of dicks. But no, I think. Uh, I mean, the fact that they're still around, like the Eternities. The uh, I never liked Obsession. A lot of people did. But, you know, mm. the ladies, to me, always were hot and cold on Obsession. Like, they either loved it or th- wanted to throw up when they smelled I don't it. recall Obsession. You don't like it. I got it one time and oh, you, you didn't okay. like it on me. Well, And that's, and that's a real thing. It is a thing. It mixes with all your pheromones and shit and your oils in your skin. And it's something. Oh, it's gun oil. Sorry. 
from Chad. Oh, about okay. having me looking for some cologne that's a gun oil. <laughs> that is a good smell, though. Um, yeah. No, yeah. what were you saying about it? People oh, wear shit, shit smells different. On it's like you could spray cologne on you and then on somebody else, and it's going to smell different. Totally. And perfumes, I've learned with uh-huh. you. Brooke is like. <laughs> Shit doesn't smell at all like it smells out of the bottle on her. It's totally different. So I've I've swung and missed big time on some for her that in the store smelled great. And then on her, it doesn't work. But this last time, powerful trick, I took Gunner and I let him pick it out. We went into Belk, the old lady store, and he made the sweet girl at the counter Spray a thousand perfumes <laughs> on those cards. I love that he had the patience to like, and he wanted to smell all of them. And then he picked the one, and I wasn't a huge fan of it on the the card sniffer, but mm-hmm. he picked it. And then we I got home, it. and it smells great on you. I'm out of it now. It's yeah. called beautiful, but I stay maybe, louder. Maybe Santa will maybe. get you something. Just don't get me juicy. Well, no, that didn't that get weird for you, like during your pregnancy or yeah, something? Yeah, it was my favorite perfume until I got pregnant, and then it I right in that early stages where I was nauseous all the time. Um, now, when I smell it, it makes me nauseous. Yeah, it's very weird, but that's a real thing. And even perfumes that are just similar to it. So it's like, that's why it's hard to buy me perfume too, because you you got me that like Ariana Grande one and it smelled too much like juicy to me and I had to go swap it out because it was like, I liked it. I was like, I know this smells good, but like it just <laughs> triggers like <laughs> nausea because... Joby said Fahrenheit, Aqua D, whatever. <laughs> Dude, I'm still like, uh, fuck, what are the like super cheap knockoff versions that I would always get because my parents wouldn't give us money? Definitely like got the early Adidas stuff that was like $9. It was decent. Gravity, the purple thing. They still sell it. It's called Gravity. Mm. It's like the entry level man's cologne. I'll tell you what I love. Entry level man. <laughs> Dude, my Papa George rocked the brute hardcore his whole life, and it worked for him. Well, my, my dad wore his whole life, and you've gotten it before, and I've been like, don't get this because it no, smells like my dad. No, it smells terrible on me. I've tried the, it for like nostalgia reasons. It's polo, Brutal. the Ralph Lauren polo in like the green bottle, and my dad wore it like he still wears it probably, and... When you got it, I'm like, okay, the, I know this cologne smells, but that smells like my dad. I well, no, that shows you don't have daddy issues because girls that have daddy <laughs> issues would be like, mm, I love oh, that on you. No, I don't want to. I mean, like, I love I'm my dad. I'm with you. That's healthy and natural. But when I'm like, oh, you smell, you smell like my dad. I don't. Yeah. That's, uh, let's change that. <laughs> I'm going to add on to this question because I think it's good for the listeners to know this, but their favorite deodorants. I like to rock Brooks deodorant a lot of times. I have no problem rocking. She's a degree person, but I have bought Secret just for me many times. No, you wore Secret deodorant when I met you. Yeah, I still rock it if I want to, if I'm in the mood. You just recently stopped wearing Secret deodorant that I recall, and it's because you started using my deodorant degree. degree. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you'll occasionally get like Old Spice or something or like throw some like some of that like shtick, like whatever the men stuff is. Mm-hmm. But then you always end up using mine. <laughs> Jen, it's Jupe, J-O-O-P. 
I think uh, Joe a, B is calling it jute, like fruit, but it's J-O-O-P. It's in a purple, purple bottle. Well, it's a clear bottle, but it's a purple liquid. Ew. Yeah, you always think in it that I it's going to stay in your clothes. No, it's a purple liquid. What? It's a clear bottle. You can have purple liquid cologne? <clears throat> it doesn't stay in your clothes? No, but no, I have no problem with secret. Strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. I think that was the slogan. It is. He's dreaming now, so if we hear... Woofing. I hear him, yeah. Woof, he's, woof. he's having a seizure. No, he's, he's chasing something in his dream. He's very serious. But I need, like, for deodorant, I think it's part of where I'm a trapped gay man inside. So I like the baby powdery fresh smell more of, like, a woman's deodorant on me. I'm gay. No, you just... Like good I know what I things. like. Yeah, it smells good to me. I don't give a shit what nobody thinks. That's yeah. fine with me. I love that shit. I like a little baby powder. I like degree because it... Like, because you're what? the man in the relationship. <laughs> well, you like brute cologne I on do. you. <laughs> and gasoline. And cigarettes. No. When I do sweat, like I... it, It's just the best one, I think. And it... Like, it smells good. And then, like, when I sweat, that's all I smell is, like, the... How the smell good of the de- deodorant? Does that, that make sense? Yeah, no, I'm all about it. I, you can't skimp on deodorant though. Like, there's a huge jump from cheap deodorant to good deodorant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe B said, "I smoke pot and have horrible spelling." <laughs> 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 it's the weed. Old Spice uh, Fresh Sport is a great deodorant think that was what i had like it might be what i have right now there's some old spice in the drawer in there right now that's what i have right now and i think so too showered earlier smells good still there my thing is though i don't like (laughs) the solids that leave the white streak down your t-shirt when you put it on you know like it leaves the mark on your shirt that's what i use for the degree but i have to be very careful that's why a lot of times i don't wear secret for that though you can use a a, a used, dryer yeah, sheet? Yeah, a used dryer sheet takes it off, um, the deodorant off your clothes, like a magic eraser. It's fucking amazing. What I don't like, and this is a big reason why I shave my armpits. I don't have any hair under my armpits. I shave them with my, shave with my clippers. I'm not a fan of armpit bushes. They bother me. I don't care if you're a dude, if you're Miley Cyrus, whoever, you grow out your armpit bush. <laughs> to me, it's gross for the, this is the main reason especially playing football all the guys go in there and put on their deodorant and just be balls of deodorant clunked into their it's not doing anything armpit yeah, bush and it's clumping up in there yeah it's hideous okay hideous. playing sports or not we live in the south doesn't you don't need to play sports for you to be stanky no and why keep the armpit hair what does uh, it I'm serve guys that keep their you're armpit the hair? first guy that i've ever been with for sure that and so now it's been so long, it doesn't matter. But like, I was like, that's fucking genius. Why are other guys, probably because I was hanging out with a bunch of hippies, still. Yeah, but if you're like, got your arm back, right, and your ladies nestling there, and mm-hmm. your, your man tits or your it's pecs, and you got a huge bush of hair, that's gross. No, man. thank you. No, thank you. It's hideous. Can't do it. Can't win with you. <laughs> Trying to help you. Just hit it with the clippers, guys. No need for that shit. Nope, you don't need it. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, I did have a question that said, was the sauna bit a hoax? Like the whole thing about my sauna? No. no unfortunately, no. It's, it's not a bit. It was not 
and I was hyperbole. I was being serious when I wanted. Did you set the thirty minute t- timer, or you just you go fuck me? No, I always set my timer. I always no, check no. it. I mean, like, if all your requirements are not met, and you hit thirty minutes, uh-huh. are you waiting till you hit all of your stupid requirements, or are you getting out? No, I'm usually. I mean, even if I don't hit my requirements at the twenty-two minute wall mark, I'm almost always out by twenty-five. Good. That's, That's what I mean. Latest. I don't know. The thirty-minute thing was like made up, but like, no, I don't. Honestly, I don't think thirty minutes is dangerous yeah. at that heat and with all the clothes I wear. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't make it. I'm fine. I'm not. I don't want people to worry. Like I'm not stumbling out of the sauna ever. I'm not falling over. I'm not passing out or spinning. I can handle the the time I do. Well, you're a man, baby. We know that. Nobody's no, but I think, I think they're picturing fighters cutting weight and like falling out of the sauna. And it's not like that. Okay. But well, it is tough. It it's a good challenge. Every day, every too. Day. So that's the other thing. Yeah, but definitely not a uh, hoax. No, unfortunately. All right, I think I got one more question. I don't um, step foot in a sauna ever, so that's our balance. I hate saunas. Make I'm too claustrophobic. Oh yeah, makes me feel like I'm being smothered to death in heat. This wasn't a question. I just wanted to give you the chance to mm. shout out the Fading Memories podcast and for people that listen. Maybe Melissa, anybody that. Oh, um, so I found this podcast and it was th- somehow on. I'm not great on Twitter, but I I think it was actually somehow through one of the like follow fridays i don't know if it was from chad or i don't know i started clicking on shit in twitter and saw this podcast called fading memories and went and listened to it and it's really good it's hosted by a woman that she is caring for her mother that has uh been dealing with alzheimer's for about 20 years she's in a memory care facility um as most of you know that hits close to home for me because my mother has dementia and my dad is her caregiver. Um, my sister has gone over and helped a ton with her, but it's something that we're all dealing with. Um, so any resources out there, we've all been kind of reaching for. And one of the the episode, the most recent episode I listened to, there was also a woman that she had on as a guest that has a YouTube channel called Care Blazers. Um, and it's specifically geared towards the caretakers of uh, anybody with dementia, Alzheimer's, because the healthcare system focuses solely on the person with the disease. So they are focusing everything on the person that has the dementia, Alzheimer's, whatever. And um, she's in that industry and realized that there was a huge discrepancy in focusing on the people that actually that are caregiving for these people and because it's a huge undertaking and so um she puts out videos every sunday the one today was actually talking about all the differences between the different types of dementia and specifically the um frontal temporal dementia which is the kind my mom has um and it's just really good fading memories podcast is good and then care blazers youtube channel um, is also really good. So you should go check them out if you know somebody that has dementia, if you're a caregiver of somebody that has dementia, it's all good resources. But, um, oh, my gosh, Jen Fackler is a certified dementia practitioner. Holy God, Jen. 
Move up here to Georgia. Move oh down God, here to that Georgia. Makes me cry. <laughs> hey, that is such a worthy thing to be. For one, just from what we've learned with Brooke's mother, it's so difficult. It's awful. And it's an awful disease. And we're we're gonna do something. Um, we've talked about it with the civilized creatures doing something together where we're gonna try to do like a potathon and raise mm-hmm. money for ALZ um, dot org. Um, to help with dementia-related uh, charities and shit to give money because, you know, hopefully we're getting somewhere near getting some of these at least like preventative medicines early onset yeah. that will help uh, make a difference. And won't, you know, unfortunately probably won't help Brooke's mom, but maybe if it's genetic <laughs> because Brooke's father, Brooke's mother's father yeah. had it and then her mother has it. So we're definitely on the lookout in case it trickles down to Brooke or one of her sisters. When I start saying inappropriate things in public, uh, please. Oh yeah. Well, Which, be, that's we'll really, that's going to be really hard. To it will, and it was hard with your mom for that reason. <laughs> exactly. Cause your mom, it was a, she's always been a sexual rascal. So she'd be like, Ooh, that's a good looking dude. I've got huge tits. Well, and that's, and that's one her of the, real personality. Though. I know, but that's, I mean, like I'm not one to stay quiet of on course. things either. So yeah. it's like, that's going to, no, but there were telltale signs. Yeah. I mean, we saw early and having uh, Jen Fackler here, which is great. We'll be able to bounce I have no her idea that Jen, I didn't yeah. either. No so clue. that makes sense. I knew I found it somewhere. It was like some kind of like, and Chad is the best about the Follow Fridays uh, lists as well. So that makes sense. It was from Chad's. And so thank you for uh, including her on your list because that was a good find. And. Yeah, I really had no idea y'all were uh, so knowledgeable about that subject either, but it's uh, it sucks. Yeah. Fucking sucks. But I also want to give a shout out to Robert. He recommended, I just saw a text from him, outlawdip.com. I just went to it. Listen to some of these flavors. Outlaw wild watermelon. What? Outlaw badass bourbon. Outlaw Lucky Lipper flavored dip. Outlaw Southern Sweet Tea flavored dip. Outlaw Yellow Blend. I'm in heaven. I, I'm i sold. Okay, if it's not Cherry Skull. I will try watermelon in a heartbeat. Whatever. I'm going to try you'll it. You'll try it, and then you'll go right back to Cherry Skull. Shit, it's I can't. It's sold out. It's a good effort. No, I mean, this isn't like lesser. This is real dip. It's just okay. a great different brand. I thought it was like outlaw, like not I'm an outlaw, but like we need to outlaw. <laughs> no, no, this is, these are straight nicotine. This is just a brand. Damn it, Robert. Well, he dips. He knows the truth. Oh, of course he does. You can build a custom six pack. This is a, a, a great find. Good. Now he can go fart over there by you. Who, John? He woke up and was come sitting by you. Well, he's right, dude. He's like clockwork an hour. When once you sat down, an hour. Mm-hmm. He's like, you got one hour, and I'm gonna start shitting it up. Y'all gotta roll. And so. he's been dead asleep most of the time, but he's like, I'm up. My alarm went off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's it. That's all I have, babe. I'm set. Thank you all okay. for hanging out uh, in the chat, and yeah. uh, we'll be back again uh, next week. Uh, Joe B and I will be doing throwing smoke tomorrow night i believe oh we'll busy be re- man. recapping the fights from this weekend i don't and and yeah you should just post a picture of overeem's face for your like yeah it's cover gross. art his Blech. lip is he got a big vagina it's nasty he got clawed by a bear on his face it's rough 
<laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we will be back uh, next week. You guys take care, and as usual, fuck thine eye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, John shit. <laughs> Later. Fuck you. <laughs>